Hello and welcome back to Hebrew Hits. I'm your host, Malia. Right now I'm here with my great uncle who was born in 1924 and I am here to talk to him about his life going through the war and he is a real hero. He has done so many incredible things fighting against the Germans. I'm here to introduce my uncle, Carl Wozniak. How are you doing today? Welcome to the show. Hello. So you're listening to Hebrew Hits. I'm your host, Malia, and I'm so excited that you're tuning in to this show because that means that you want to succeed in life and you do not want to fail. Many of us go through such difficult challenges in life, and it's up to us not to fall victim to them. It's up to us to rise above it and to succeed. I sit down with people who have gone through real big struggles and show that they overcame them and are super successful today. It's what you do with what you have that makes a difference. Hebrew Hits is presented by TMC. So I know that there have been many incredible stories that you have shared with me throughout the years. One of them has to do with how you were saved during Kristallnacht. Can you share with my audience how you were saved during Kristallnacht? The Hitler youth were attacking the Jewish people on Kristallnacht. And I really don't exactly can remember what happened. Max? Were you there with Max? And uh, the street fights, we had other choice than to fight back, whatever we could do. We throw stone at each other. And The Hitler youth, they were all screaming, dirty Jew, dirty Jew. And I told them, I look much cleaner than you. This is a long time ago. And I remember that we, that there was a propaganda movie for the Nazis. And all the Hitler youth in their uniform, they were in the movie theater. When the light went on for intermission, we got the shock of our life. We were the only one without the uniform, I mean, uh, in, our, in our clothes, and all around there were Nazis, and they were screaming, Jude, Jude! And we had to run out from the, from the movie theater. That was horrible. In Germany. Yeah. And uh, they always had this problem with the Nazis. And it was horrible, horrible on the Christian night. Burning all the Jewish books, whatever, the Sefer Torah, everything in the, in the fire, they will burn everything. Yeah, I remember that very well. Were you outside? And then, you were outside? Yeah, outside the synagogue. And then uh, the synagogue, they was building the synagogue where I was praying every Friday evening and Saturday. That was in the Rohnstrasse synagogue. That was horrible, horrible. And 
And what can we do? Wherever we went, he said, because I didn't seem so much at me, because I didn't look so much Jewish. Uh, my brother looked more Jewish now. And uh, that was horrible. It's difficult, difficult to, to repeat whatever we went through in Nazi Germany. Before the Nazi came to power, it was so nice over there to live. After Hitler came to power and he wanted to all the, the, the young kids to be Nazis in the, in, the, in the Hitler Youth. And their father will get uh, better jobs to do. Uh, the rest of the kids who didn't want to be, their parents didn't want them to be in the Hitler Youth, they didn't have no job to work with. Then we couldn't make money. And that was the, the difference. It's, uh, it's, I cannot repeat, I mean, the, what, what we went through then. Cold weather in Siberia was about 45 below zero. When we're spitting out, ice came out from the mouth. And the wolves were roaming around. It was horrible, horrible. If not, it was so cold, 45 degrees below zero. And my nose was white, my ears was frozen. And I was told, take snow and rub it, rub it on your nose, rub it on your face, rub it on your ears. If not, I fell off. It was 45 degrees below zero. And I did it. And I saved my nose, my ears. If not, I would have, you would have seen me without it. Yeah, I remember that. Did anyone lose? Did anyone lose their ears or their nose because they didn't add the snow? I forgot to ask them. <laughs> <laughs> and the prisoners, the Nazis, the German prisoners, they were so scared of the Siberia. They heard about it, and they didn't have no choice. But uh, the prisoners, they have to do what they have, what they wanted. Uh, Uncle Carl, how did you get to Siberia? Like, why were you sent there? I went to Ural Mountain. That's not far from Siberia. Ural Mountain. That's not far from Siberia. And I served in the army over there, in the Russian army. And uh, we had the prisoners from other countries, too. And they put me in charge of quite a few prisoners. Are these prisoners of war, like German prisoners, or like prisoners who are innocent people that were just taken? No, no prisoners of war. They were prisoners, I mean, uh, we captured, I mean, prisoners of war. And especially the Ukraine. Ukraine, were very anti-Semite. They were very anti-Jewish. Anti and uh, in Kiev, that's uh, the, the capital of, of Ukraine. Lots of Jewish people live there. 
and uh, they suffered quite a bit from them. And they were very happy when we came and, uh, and freed them from, from their misery. This I think. Nasovna Russian Army got uh, three medals, one for bravery, one for capture the city of Königsberg in Germany, and one for the victory over Germany. And then I served in the Israeli Israeli uh The Palmach. Paratrooper. Yeah. So tell me about, about you jumping out of the airplane. Tell me about the paratrooping. I jumped 41 times from the plane. And uh, and uh, in, in, in Syria and uh, Lebanon. And most of the time, in, uh, the enemy wanted to attack Israel. And I was there ready to fight back. And one time I got stung by a scorpion. And I was feeling so bad about the poison from a scorpion. And I caught the scorpion who did it to me. I cut him in pieces. You won't do it anymore to me. Yeah. Was was it when you were jumping out of the airplanes? That was when you were jumping out of the airplanes. Is that World War Two, like fighting against the Germans? Was that what? What part of the war was that? Oh, that was uh, in World War Two. World War Two. It was in the China Desert. That was in. In Syria, all the countries around Israel, Lebanon, Syria, Jordan. Let me ask you this question. Did you want to be a part of the army or was it like forced upon you that you had to go to war? Uh, you know, when you get an order to do this to that, you have to do because you're a soldier. And whatever what I was told, I did. And uh, no wonder I, get, I got the, the, the medals for, for whatever what I did. And uh, if you can share, if you can share a story that you remember that really makes you feel like, wow, like I remember this from the war. Out of everything, what is that story that comes to mind? Defense Minister Arul Sharon, I was his guard wherever he went because uh, the leader of the Israeli army is always the head of the army. But, and he was, I was his guard. Wherever he went, I guarded him. And that was in Egypt, in, in Jordan, in Lebanon, Syria. And we laid lots of mine 
you know, when someone steps on the on the mine, it blows it up. Uh, I cannot recollect so many things went through. It's not so easy. Is it something that you like? Do you enjoy sharing stuff about the war because you want people to know, or do you feel more like you'd rather people, you know, rather not share because it's just so challenging what happened? It's not easy to remember. There's so many things happened, so many things. It's uh, to think about all these things, what happened. My whole article is written in the, the part of the article in the Jewish journal. And I don't know if I have the journal so I could uh, we have read it. I will, I will share the journal with, with my audience as well. Now, there was a story that you told me as a child, how you um, were, I thought you were in Siberia, but I could be wrong. The guard told you you have to finish a riddle. He gave you a riddle and you have to do a math equation in like an hour or something and you figured out the math like there's a hundred men and a hundred dollar hundred people and a hundred dollars and if you got the riddle then you were saved and you were able to crack it in like 20 minutes do you remember that i remember that i forgot all about it i remember something about it so do you want to share what you remember i don't remember the story i only remember something happened you know something I don't remember. Can you, maybe I talk, can you repeat it to me? So maybe yeah, so there's a riddle. I thought that you told me that you're in Siberia, but maybe you were close to Siberia. And it was freezing cold, and the soldiers were given a riddle. And the riddle, if you, in order to survive or something along those lines, you had to crack the riddle. There are 100 people and $100. Yeah. The men are $10, the women are 5 the children are a penny. Or the women are... Are f the men are five, the women are a dollar, and the children are a penny. How many, and everything has to equal a hundred. How many people are there? How many women? How many children? How many men? And how many, what, how many dollars do each of them have? I remember that story only. I cannot recall. It's too, too, too difficult for me to repeat it. Because I really can't remember all this. My head is not the, the same like it used to be. Now, as you see your life, we're many years past World War II. What have you, like, like, what have you seen your life to be, I guess, after the war? After the war, the first thing is the Nazis were eliminated. No more Nazis around. No more leader like Adolf Hitler. And Goebbels and Goering, the high command of the German Nazi party, they were eliminated. And hopefully, that German understood what they did to them, because they were the biggest loser than anyone else. And I hope it won't come anymore like that. What would you say to all the bad people in this world that are committing really bad crimes to innocent people? What would you say to them? They should be punished like anything. You cannot do that anymore because people, all the people want to live in 
and peace, normal, and live a life is supposed to be. And that's a solution. That's a solution. What's the beauty? The last question I have for you before I'm going to end the show. Um, now, if you don't want to answer this, you don't have to. But if you can rem it's okay. If you can remember during the war, what was the scariest time you ever experienced that you're like, am I actually going to survive this? The scariest time was that the Nazis took all the Jewish people who, where they could get them and put them in a concentration camp where they gas the Jewish people. That was the worst crime ever. You see, you cannot think about that, the scariest thing, because once you're involved in, in fighting, you fight whatever and you, you try to best your, you defend yourself. And they were digging holes when the enemy came so that they could shoot them, you know, they won't see us and we shoot them from the, from the bunkers, whatever. And uh, or you die or you fight. Rather fight than die. How old were you when you were fighting in Germany? There was a 1942, but 18 years old, 19 years old. That's the prime time of... Uh, <laughs> How did you get to the Russian army? Oh, first of all, they knew I'm Jewish and I'm, they knew I was born in Germany and I was Jewish and they know that once I'm Jewish, I will fight whatever I can to fight against the German, against the Nazis. And they took me, to, and I was in Ukraine. Ukraine, there lived lots of uh, Jewish people. And in Kiev, it was the capital of, of Ukraine. Lots of Jewish people lived there. And uh, I joined them to fight. And it's it was difficult for me to remember all these particular scenarios. There's so many things I went through. So one, one more thing that I have to ask you, and it's, this is a horrible thing that I have to ask you, but I'm going to ask it to you because you did survive World War II. For all those people that are denying the Holocaust, what do you have to say to them? The people who denying the Holocaust, they are very anti-Semites and very big liars. The Holocaust was there. And the Nazi, wherever they find Jewish, whatever Jewish people, they, they put them in the, in the gas chamber. You know what it means to, to, to be sent to the gas chamber, take all the clothes off naked, Horrible, horrible. 
And in my thought was when I could capture those people who did this, the German to fight, because it's, I fought against uh, the the German who, I mean, the, the, the Nazis. Not all the Germans were, were like that, or most of them, they were very anti-Jewish. And it was horrible, horrible to think what they did to the Jewish people. Yeah. I, I know I keep adding things, but do you feel that history is repeating itself in 2022? Pardon? Do you feel that history is repeating itself in 2022? I hope not, and I think it will not, because the world saw what's happening, and they realized it wasn't worthwhile to, to let this go like that. I don't think so that it will repeat itself again. I don't think so. Hopefully it won't. Now, before we go, I appreciate you sitting here with me. Before we go, would you, would you um, give me a blessing because you are a World War II survivor? I cannot say that, but how? I, 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 I wish, I mean, uh, that this would happen in the past won't repeat itself. And uh, people should live in peace, and there should be no fighting anymore in uh, one nation against another nation. And they don't, should, shouldn't say any more dirty Jew or to be anti-Semite because what can I tell you? Every person should be uh, should live equal like any other person and I don't know what to tell you. Well, I want to thank you. If there's anything else that you would like to share, you can please, you can share it now. If there's anything else that you want to share with the public. Um, if not, then I just want to say thank you so much for being here with me on Hebrew Hits, which is my show. That's enough. <laughs> okay. I think it's enough for this hit. <laughs> Well, thank you so much. This is my uncle Carl. He was born in 1924 in Germany. Just interviewed him about World War II. He has three medals, one for bravery, one for capturing the city of Königsberg, and one for the victory over Germany. This is a true hero, someone who risked his life um, to protect others. And I'm just so happy that I finally got my uncle Carl on the show. So thank you so much for being here. I had a great time speaking with you.